from the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is not a joke. Not a joke. Get ready. Luguda, come up in here. It's the Tevin Stutter Show. It's the Tevin Stutter Show Podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, your host, Tevin Stutter. Tevin Stutter Stutter checking in once again here live on the All Indiana Podcast Network. Right now, we got Westside Royalty in the building out of Ben Davis. Michigan and now drafted to the Cincinnati Bengals. Chris Evans, how you doing? Good man, appreciate you having me on. I uh, love it. And we have the CE stars, with the board members, the 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 aunties, the <laughs> <laughs> in the building. So, ladies, introduce yourselves and what you do with CE stars. Hi, my name is Alexis Jones, and I am the external relations director. And I'm Joy Redman, and I am the program director. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Okay, we got it in the building, so we're going to start off with it, man. What does the west side of Indy and BD football mean to you? Uh, I mean, it means everything to me. Uh, growing up on the west side and uh, playing even from Little League, you know what I'm saying, Just it just means the world to me just to show – like where it all started, and I never forget where I came from, and just you know what I'm saying. It's the whole city of Indy together is just you know what I'm saying what I do it for, and like my why. I feel it. I feel it. So when you talk about little league, man, do you remember your first touchdown in life? Uh, no, I don't remember my first touchdown, but I remember vividly. Uh, and I was playing in the kindergarten through second, um, and I was in kindergarten, and I played for the uh, Packers on my dad's team, and. We was playing the Falcons, and uh, I got ran over so hard, like mm-hmm. I ain't even want to play football no more. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't, cause it, he was in second grade, and uh, he ran me over. I was just a little little baby, you know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then uh, give me one of those, uh, I guess, uh, middle school moments where it was like, all right, it's starting to click. Uh. I don't think it even started clicking in middle school. I think it was more like my freshman year, but because I was playing quarterback in the middle school, and I was like, I want to go to the NFL and play quarterback, play quarterback, play quarterback. And then I started seeing like how hard it is to do that. You know what I'm saying because you got to be cut from a different, you know what I'm saying, yeah. cloth, especially a quarterback. Um, so once I got my freshman year, and then um, Coach Kirshner brought me up to uh, JV. And uh, and I started playing. I started. I could run with those guys. It was two grades older than me, uh, and I just I just started clicking for me. Like this, this is about to be something special. All right. So you mentioned Coach Kirshner. Um, 
He's actually uh, switched sides right now at the current moment. But uh, speak on your relationship with him. Uh, Coach Kirshner taught me taught me everything as far as just saying how to just how to be a man, how to be a great football player, um, hustles, rewarded, all that stuff. Just how to you know what I'm saying how to approach yourself, how to how to you know what I'm saying everything. You know what I'm saying. Not only was he a good coach, he was a good mentor, a good man, and uh, he taught me everything. Do you got what's your funniest Coach Kirshner moment? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even think I got one. I don't, I don't even remember. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. So, um, you said in high school when it starts to click. You remember your first high school touchdown? Uh, yeah, it was um my sophomore year at uh at the uh at Lucas Oil against Cathedral. We played Terry McLaurin. Okay. And, uh, I had three touchdowns that game. Mm, you and, just uh, had to mention that, huh? Yeah, <laughs> it was on, it was the first. My first one was on the first play, so uh, that was that was pretty cool. So yeah. I feel it. I feel it. I, you, you get a pass this time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, what was okay? So that was the first one. What would you feel like? Because you got probably one of the the craziest highlight tapes that I've seen high school player have. Like it's it's sick. <laughs> so what would you say? Either your top three or just your top play. Uh, I would say my top play is uh, we was playing at Center Grove in the semifinals, and uh, I think it was like in the second quarter, and uh, I ran to the right, and then everybody came to the right, and then I went all the way back to the <laughs> left, and then I just I don't know, it just I just scored, and and it was it was like um, a lot of people like we be plays like that happen and like against like a smaller school or yeah. it's a blowout. But that was in the semifinals is a big game and I just yeah. I just had to make a play. Human joystick. Yes. Okay, okay. <laughs> and what was that feeling like of winning state? Uh it was it was crazy. Like just like you know what I'm saying, working even going all the way back to the summer, working out with the guys and and just I felt like, you know what I'm saying, it was a we just had a brotherhood, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was tight, close knit and uh, when we won it was just like I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So for you, man, who's the artist that's in the headphones before the games? Who's your favorite artist to listen to? Uh, I'm I'm definitely um bumping G Herbo for sure. Okay. And uh some Lil Dirk, um uh, some uh Rod Wave. I like to listen to listen to stuff like that so I can like calm my nerves. Yeah. Cause I read like a study like that um you can motion uh mentally exhaust yourself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when you listen to a loud music and and all that stuff, like, um, you can mentally exhaust yourself. So I like to listen to slow, like, uh, uh, who else is it? Uh, Kendrick Lamar okay. and all them like that. So so I can just calm my nerves. I'm not too high, not too low. Just keep keep the yeah. uh, same, same energy and then just, you know what I'm saying, be ready to go. All right, man. So favorite pregame meal? Uh, this probably go all the way back to Ben Davis, but uh, – Fazoli's. We had, <laughs> we had old school Fazoli's. The uh, breadsticks? Bread okay. We had unlimited breadsticks at the end. I think we only got two. When, we, when you go through the line, you only get two. Yeah. And then next time you go through the line, you get two more. And then <laughs> after everybody, you get some more. So, yeah. I feel it. I feel it. And then um, speak on the uh, the camp that you went to when Coach Harbaugh seen you. Oh, yeah. So, we had um, uh Coach Harbaugh came down to they he did the satellite camps and uh, they well they banned it because um, it was working. Uh, they so he <laughs> came down to Indy 
at Bishop's Retard, and we had school, and I just left school and uh, went out there, and then I did my thing, and he seen me, and uh, they offered me a scholarship, and then it was just, it was you got to sacrifice, so I had yeah. to sacrifice school day, like, I Teachers, teachers probably looking for me or whatever, but I, I had to go. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? that's a a, a life changing moment right there. Yes, sir, I feel it. I feel it. So, um, you make and what I guess what sold you about Michigan? Uh, my parents really loved it. My family really loved it. Um, the tradition. My dad was a Coach Harbaugh fan, and uh, my mom loved the loved the school, loved loved everything about it. The family atmosphere, and it was it was real cool. I feel it. I feel it. So, um, and then what did it feel like? Because it's like when I'm reading, it's like as soon as you get recruited by them, then the, the rivals come get you. Yeah, yeah. I was, I mean, I wanted to be go to Ohio State my whole life. Um, and I was just, I went through some things, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get an offer, get an offer, get an offer, going to the camp. My mom telling me, don't go. And I figured out a way to go. But, uh, and she got mad at me, so they're like, <laughs> just just uh, focus on Michigan. They want you, and uh, so I committed to Michigan. And then six months later, two weeks before signing day, they uh, they were like, Coach Urban Meyer called me and said, "Make your dream come true." And then I said, "I said, Coach, you gotta give me a day. You know what I'm saying? You gotta give me a day to think about it." And uh, I woke up and I had at my house, I had like Ohio State stuff on my car, like Dang. I had a hat in the under the um. Under the windshield wipers, all type of stuff. So I'm like, I'm I when I when I looked at the hat on there, I'm looking around like, you know what I'm saying, who did this? And then I'm like, I, you know what I'm saying, my best friend, he he loved Ohio State too. So I was like, I, and then I, after a day, I was like, I just gotta I gotta stay loyal. You know what I'm saying? I've been yeah. committed. I already I already got cool with people going to the school, people at the school. So I just had to stay loyal to it. I feel it. It's like he. He trying to uh, spin a block at the prime night. It's yeah, like, right. Nah. <laughs> you waited a little too long. Yeah. Nah, got a, got another date. So um, that whole first off, man, the weather in Ann Arbor, man, is that like in the fall, late fall? Is it? I know Indy cold, but is yeah. that a different kind of cold? Yeah, that it might be a different kind of cold. So you got the. You got the snow up to like your mid calf. <laughs> <laughs> the snow up to your mid calf. And then you got a coat on, and then it's the wind's blowing, and like you can feel it, and you know when it's cold, you feel it in yeah. your face, you in your in your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it be it be cold, but it's we get used to it. But it's it's cold though. And what's like the 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 first moment just playing like I forgot how many, cause I know they had the thing with Michigan Ohio State like every year. I think they like. Add on seats to see who got like the the yeah. most. So like, what's it? Like? And I know it's what a hundred plus thousand. Yeah, hundred like, What's it like? <laughs> hundred and ten thousand. So it's like, BD got some pack games, but yeah. just to make that transition to a yeah. hundred plus thousand. It was. I mean, it's it's crazy. Like any little thing, it's like the the the, the crowd is going crazy. You know what I'm saying? So just hearing that, especially when I scored my first touchdown, like it was just like. It was crazy. Yeah. But yeah. And that's what I was about to man ask you, just that uh that college debut, man, versus Hawaii, man. What was that that feeling like? That that first touchdown, mm. first carry, like, what's that feeling like? Uh I got ultimate confidence in myself. So like I knew all I needed to do was just just give me the ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like 
I'm not on that nervous. Like, I mean, I get butterflies. I, I always talk to my little brother about, like, it's different between being nervous and having butterflies. Because yeah. if, in my opinion, if you're nervous, that means you you don't trust in the work you put in. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I work harder than anybody in, out here. Yeah. I, after practice, before practice, before I go to sleep, when I wake up. So ain't nobody going to stop me. You know what I'm saying? Just mentally, you got to have that. So I have a butterflies, of course, because 110,000, but... All I need is the ball. I feel that. I feel that. That's like a dope intro, Ben. I hope you got that right there. That was <laughs> <laughs> that's a dope intro, man. So, um, who's your favorite player? Like, who do you feel like you? I feel like it can be a difference between favorite player and player that you modeled your game after. Mm-hmm. My favorite player is uh, the Ladainian Thomason. Okay. When I was, uh, going up, growing up, he had the black visor. He was number twenty one. Yeah. I thought that was cool. So I just. I wanted to be like him, and uh, uh, growing up, I mean, as I got to college, like modeling my game, I tried to model it after Alvin Kamara. You okay, know what I'm just how he, how he maneuvers and how Elusive. he runs yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I feel yeah. that because he a, a good out the back backfield type yeah. catching back too. Yes, sir. So, um, man, take me to 2017, man, the Minnesota game, mm-hmm. like all <laughs> that. Like, what's, yeah. what's the mindset? What's the feeling going through that game? Uh, same thing. You got to, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm saying I believe I got all confidence in myself. And uh, the game got rain delayed. So, you know, when it rains, you know, we're going to run the ball a little more. Yeah. So, we ran the ball. Me and my teammates going back and forth. I think he rushed for 200. I rushed for 190. And we just running, just running, just running. Yeah. Like they just couldn't stop us. I feel that. I feel that. So, then it's just like everything's going well. And then. Your mindset in 2019 as you're overcoming adversity, mm-hmm. what's, what's like, because I know it had to be people like, oh, just leave or just do this or mm-hmm. just do that. And it's just like, what what kept you, I guess, just focused and locked in during that time? Man, I, I don't, like, going back to that moment, like, after I got the news that I was going to be suspended, um, I had to call my parents and let them know. And it was just devastating to let them know. And uh, I was like, what do I do? Like, just as a man, like, what do I do? Do I go home? Do I stay in Michigan? Because if I stay in Michigan, I got to pay for my house still that I'm living with my teammates. Um, but I didn't want to go home to show, like, let my little brother and see my parents, like, see me like that, like, down at my lowest point. So I'm like, I'm just going to have to stay up there and I'm just going to have to grind. Like, how I grind the football, I'm going to have to grind like that. So I got three jobs. Three. Uh, yeah. What was you doing? What were the three jobs? Uh, so in the morning, I, I wake up at like five, and then I, uh, I I was I was doing contracting. So I was a contractor assistant. So drywall, putting doors in, windows. I did that to about noon, and then I would go to almost um, Giro's. They, they it's like a Mexican spot. Uh, southeastern. What what's the people? Uh, Arabic, Arabic restaurant, okay. and uh, I was the delivery driver, so I sat there, and I just got paid off tips. So, for now on, I tip. If I'm tipping anybody now, I'm tipping them good, just because people, yeah. people's giving me quarters and everything. Hey. <laughs> so I'm like, um, I sat there, and then somebody called. This is almost how can I help you? You know what I'm saying? Get the delivery, punch it in, get it, and then go take it. Damn. And uh, I got off at six, and then. I was the special teams and safety coach at a school around the corner. 
So I went over there, get that little stipend, and uh, helped the kids out. I had some, had like five C Stars kids from my organization playing too. So, I mean, I got to be around them, so I knew some people. And then um, I'll wake up and go do it again. And I had like mud or uh, like paint on me all day from like the contract yeah. works. And I just, I couldn't, I couldn't go change or nothing. So I just be all day with it Dang. all. You know what I'm saying? So I did that, and I was like, if I just put my head down and just keep grinding, like. It was like at the end of the tunnel, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. oh, I didn't I ain't had no time to work out for real. So like when the when the football team was when we had weights before practice, I'm in there lifting with them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or I'm running after practice or you know what I'm saying, when they sprinting, I'm sprinting just to cause I ain't got no time because I gotta get some money to pay, you know what I'm saying, pay my stuff. Yeah, yeah, man. So this is two years ago. Yeah. Like, what do you say to somebody else and that could be going through that position? Cause it's just like it's easy to be like, oh man, he just had to go through that time period. But yeah. some people could just fold mentally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's is the um, when adversity hits, it introduces you to yourself. So I mean, a lot mm, of a lot a of people, quote. a lot of people thought like a team that I was um that was um one of the teams that was talking to me throughout the process. They like you were still getting like scholarship checks and all. I was getting nothing like zero. So I I had to you know what I'm saying pay all my stuff, but. Just people don't understand, like, you know what I'm saying? When you get down, it's all about how you respond. And, you know what I'm saying, you either can you either can respond or you don't respond or you can go the other way, you know what I'm saying? So I just attack the head on. But it's like, it's not for the weak, you know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna to get into some moments where you're going you're gonna to look into the mirror and be like, damn, like, you know what I'm saying? I went from <clears throat> my freshman year, I'm walking down the street, everybody know me. And then now, 2019, I got this Amo shirt on, you know what mm. I'm saying? I got this delivery hat on with these with this bag, you know what I'm saying? Dang. Trying to knock on your door, you know what I'm saying? And don't nobody. So that was a humbling experience for me so that I could just I think I needed that, you know what I'm saying? Just to bring me back down and just, you know what I'm saying? Keep me keep me grinding. Damn, we talking about delivery driver to the league and and what I like that quote you said, I had to write it down. When adversity hits, it introduces you to yourself. Yep. What did you find out about yourself in them in those moments? Uh what I found out about myself was uh, I'm supposed to be in the league. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's that was my that was my dream. So I wasn't gonna let none of this stop me. Up until that point, I ain't I ain't go to I ain't getting no trouble, no no smoking, no drinking, nothing. All the way up until that point, then I get in trouble for some academics. You know what, yeah. what I'm saying? So it was just a test. Like God was just testing me. Like, do you really want this or do you not? You know what I'm saying? So mm. I just I just answered the call. You know what I'm saying? That's whoo, that might have to be the caption, man. <laughs> Delivery driver to the league. That's, that's I feel like that's like a, a it's gonna be a dope documentary, and it's yeah. dang they're gonna be a, on like a, a movie, like on yeah. some Netflix stuff. Because I, I think only like it's a couple players. I remember um, Malcolm Butler. He was working at Popeyes before mm-hmm. uh, he made the interception in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I know JJ Watt was. Um, I think when he had transferred initially, he was a um, delivery driver. But that's like yeah. a to go from that to league is, yeah. <laughs> just to like somebody like what you going like what you going through. Not not specifically you, but like a per what another person's going through and what yeah. I went through. Like if you ain't go through nothing like what I went through, like when this get hot, you know what I'm saying? We yeah. gonna know who going who who gonna be standing when the smoke clear. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So so yeah, I feel that. I feel that. So what was it like, man, to finally get back 
in the uh, blue and gold. Man, it was <clears throat> it was real good. I um everything everything that I every opportunity that I got after that, I just took as like a blessing. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So uh opportunities if I got one carry, hundred carries, it was just a blessing to be here because my main goal was to graduate. I wanted to let everybody know after all that adversity, like I could still graduate. I yeah. took eighteen credits and uh throughout the football season and it was COVID, everything was messing up and uh, it was just and the the fact that I was getting the scholarship checks, I was like, I'm I literally got this check for doing nothing compared yeah. to what I was just doing. I was all day, twenty four hours working, and uh, I was getting about half of the seventy five percent of this. But they just giving me this money just to give it to me, like not just to give it to me, but for a scholarship. So uh, I like savored every cent. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying not spending nothing, blah blah blah. Instead of Going to get some food. I'm about to just you know what I'm saying. Go home yeah. and make this. You know what I'm saying. Just to save the money. So I'm, I'm big on like you know what I'm saying. Save my money. That's the that's what that whole time. A lot of a lot of stuff that uh, it taught me. So you just value it a lot more. Yeah, and so then just value the opportunity. Like value yeah. the opportunity to practice. Value and uh, get to lace your cleats up every day. You yeah. know what I'm saying. And there's guys in there that's man, I don't want to practice, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, bro, you don't need to understand. You <laughs> know what I'm saying. This yeah. is what you could be doing on yeah, the real for sure. And then um, talk about uh, man the invite to the senior bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we's um uh, with my program we was gonna uh, we had a we had set up a, a night of champions. You know what I'm saying? Some some banquet that we had um, that we was gonna do. But Jim Nagy, the director of the senior bowl, as I was about to get my flight to go back home, he called me like as I sat down. He was like, "You want to put the uh, stripe him with on one more time?" And I said, oh, yeah, let's get it. Like, I was uh, waiting on this. So I got the opportunity to go down there, and then it was just that whole experience was crazy. Got to meet with every team for 15 minutes. Got to talk to them. Uh, the head coach for the Bengals said, like, if if you didn't go to the senior bowl, we don't even know if we would have picked you up. Because, like, you, I got, to, I got to talk to them for 15 minutes. They asked me to draw up some plays. Uh, they said they was down at the senior bowl. They wasn't even watching me. They was just every time they look over, they would just see me doing something. So Dang. they said they got into the draft, and you know what I'm saying. The dominoes fell how they fell, and then they just got me. Man, I love that. It's just like when I think of um, guys from here getting the experience that with you and Terry, and that's like one of those moments where it's just like, hey, y'all already got the film, already got that, but it's just like that that one little week yeah, <laughs> it changed your it. life. That's it, literally. <laughs> And then, uh, man, so we're going to fast forward. What started the – since we got our lovely ladies in the building, we don't want y'all to get too mm. tired, too sleepy. <laughs> What's the initial vision behind starting CE Stars? Uh, so when I started in high school, I was just, you know what I'm saying, I, I was training my little brothers and his friends, and uh, we was just playing in the flag football leagues and stuff. And uh, we got in there. And then we was like, oh, we got like eight players and we beating everybody. You know what I'm saying? So then when I went up to Michigan, I started CE Stars. And then um, we started, you know what I'm saying, doing our thing too. So then I called my homeboy, Lee Sean, and he he started the Indianapolis program. And then it's it's been growing and growing since then. And then now we, we done got to a point where we like on another level, you know what I'm saying, compared to where he's at. And, and um, while I was in college, I got in trouble for the, um, while I was about to get in trouble for the name, image, and likeness thing. Cause they thought it was the Chris Evans stars. Yeah. So like, right, right as they asked me, like I was about to get in trouble. They, uh, I told them it's starting to stand for collectively evolving, like right off the top mm. of the head. And I was like, 
And then they seen 12 in the logo too, so they was like, this your number, you can't have it. And then I told them it was the, the 12 pillars of success, like right off the top of my head, so I didn't get in trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was like, so they was like, oh, well, uh, I guess, you know I guess you ain't in trouble, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was like, so it was literally, they was like, yeah, you can't have your name, it's, it's the Chris Evans stars, you got people doing this and this. I'm like, it's not the Chris Evans stars, it's, uh, Collectively evolving, just right off the top of the head. So <laughs> freestyle. Yeah. So we 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 went with that, and then um, now collectively evolving and see stars are separated now. Uh, collectively evolving does more of the you know what I'm saying is the bigger picture thing as far yeah. as like mentoring and camps, tournaments and stuff like that. See stars is this like specific team, which is a nonprofit, and uh, yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. I never knew the uh, story behind that. Yeah, it, it's, it's recently been a little switch, but it's, it's all good. <laughs> I feel that, and so ladies, speak on your roles and what you do, and like your vision for it, and how you helping along with this. So um, our vision is Chris's vision. We have this big umbrella idea of how we want to see things go and make these dreams come true for these kids because a lot of the kids model after the same things that Chris has been through and they look up to him. Uh, so they, they one day ultimately want to do what he's doing, you know, right now. So we, uh, we just want to do everything we can to put them in that, in that position and give them everything that you know they need outside of their tackle teams you know seven on seven that way they can have football all year long and they can have these different experiences that they'll carry with them as they go on to high school and college yeah i agree um so i'm the program director for ce stars i was brought on by um one of the dads that's our director of the program as well and i typically have been like a team mom all my life volunteering for my kids' football teams and just always in that volunteer give back mode. I just love football and I've always been big on like supporting my kids and in the kids of the community as well. So their their teammates, their friends, um, the kids that don't have much, that's like really my passion there too. And just making sure I'm available to help them. So when I got the call to come and help out with, with CE Stars, I was like, yeah, no problem, we got this. And so, um, from then it's just been growing. I was like a team mom or like a helper. And then it was like, okay, we're gonna, we're gonna run this. You're gonna be a communications director. You're gonna communicate all the, you know, whatever is going on in the program to the parents and make sure everybody knows what's going on and ready to, you know, come uh, come to the tournaments and be at the teams and everything that, that they needed. So I communicated all of that information. And then it evolved into like, okay, we're gonna, you're gonna run the program and you're gonna make sure the registration is up and everything that whatever the program needs I'm I'm there so that's kind of my role is with the with the program and just basically helping enhance Chris's vision and we have meetings to establish goals to make the program bigger and better and we like to continue to evolve which is perfect naming um mm -hmm. that Chris <laughs> that was off top of his head I mean if it's <laughs> if it's the program so perfectly so um as we continue to evolve we continue to grow and that's kind of when Lex came in um as our external relations director and she could tell you a little bit more about what she does for the program also so our first uh conversation I did a lot of things. I was a team mom for the little guys um, two years ago. <clears throat> and um, I, I just help. 
I always do that in all my roles. So I would just, you know, get snacks and, and help. I would help Joy a lot. Joy is my best friend. So it was easy to do those things. And um, and then just with, you know, some of my background, I am a little uh, stricter. I have a little OCD. I was a cop. <laughs> I was in the military. So I have all these different things in my background that, um, that complement this role. Um, and... Joy ran a list of all of these things that I've I've done for C stars at the time, um, and said, you know, this this you you're lined up for this. And so Chris called me and he said he sent me a video, and without saying anything about the video, he just sent this video, and it was a it was a banquet. And that is what he was talking about when he got the call for Night of Champions. We literally, I was getting off the exit on 136 on <laughs> Road. And he was like, I just I just got a phone call. I was like, oh, I guess we're not having this event. It was just, it was things were just happening pretty rapidly. But anyway, when he sent me the video, um, I shot him back like all of these ideas that I had and how we could make it happen. And I think that he appreciated that because it was what he wanted to be one day, what he wanted to see for our program one day. And that was probably a, a maybe a year ago, a little over a year ago. And we're already there. A lot of uh, things that, that Chris will say something and I'm like, okay, yep. And we can do this, 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 and that. And we literally just do, we do. We don't spend a lot of time, you know, talking and contemplating and we don't put it on the back burner or stick it in our back pockets. We do them. Yeah. And that is how... I think we evolved to the level that we are and it's constant evolution. And so that's why our name is, it, it's very monumental. We've we've not outgrown C stars, C stars. They are the stars of the program, are the kids. They are our athletes and collectively evolving puts them under that umbrella to give them those experiences that I talked about. Um, we try to do things outside of typical normal seven on seven. It's bigger than football. We have kids that we, you know, we reach down to on a personal level of what we have to do. You know, I, me personally have paid fees. We, we do what we have to do to support these kids. Mm -hmm. And they're not just kids in, in this community, in this community, they're, they're all over Indianapolis, mm -hmm. all over and stretching down to Kentucky all the way up to Michigan, including Lafayette. We, every kid mm -hmm. that we can reach, we want to get them up under this umbrella so that we can make sure they're taken care of. And then um, what are some of the biggest challenges and um, some of the biggest rewards from it? Um, there's always challenges when you look at, play, at, at like having a home, you know, where we, where are we going to practice? We are a not-for-profit organization. How do we get the money? You know, uh, everybody wants their invoice paid. So we do a lot of sponsorship. We invite all sponsorship. <laughs> and But we also appreciate our sponsors. We blast them on social media. We're eternally grateful for our sponsors because they helped us get to where we are now. We went from having, you know, a tournament um, – you know, where we just kind of piece it together two years ago to now you come out and there's banners and there's flags and there's DJs and there's music and food trucks. And we're, you know, we, we're trying to grow like that. That comes from our sponsors, but it was a challenge to get there because you have to find where the company or the person or the, you know, the entity is going to believe in what you're doing. You know, we, I'm, I'm constantly explaining what we're here to do and, a lot of times when, when you hear that, 
the companies that they're for it you know mm -hmm. a lot of people want want to see the success of your community a lot of people want to see that because some people have kids or nephews or, or brothers that that are in this program themselves it's it's grown you know we went from having a small amount of kids to almost 200 so it's grown and it grows overnight in every tournament that we do it's constant constant growth you know we'll get 20 30 kids that'll say i want to i want to be a part of this program i want to be a part of this program mm -hmm. because we've reached down to the kids level you know they like that that music and tiktok I always say i'm the old lady of the bunch mm -hmm. they like the tiktok the music the you know mm -hmm. they they love it and so we feed that we feed yeah. it because it gives them exposure a lot of times these kids just need exposure mm -hmm. yeah. you know and i think that's one of the rewarding things about the program is mm -hmm. seeing everything come together so when we have the tournaments, when we're hosting everything and we're running behind the scenes, going crazy, trying to make sure it's all smooth and then to see it, to sit back and see it actually happen and come to life and see the kids laughing and they're having fun and they're they're winning or they're not winning, you know, just whatever they're doing, they're having a good time. And that's, I think, one of the most rewarding things is to see the kids go from, you know, starting at the beginning of the season towards the end and um, the tournaments coming together and especially like we just recently had our um, collectively evolving experience this past season where we were able to take the kids to like a college campus just to, to look at it and check it out some of these kids may never you know have that opportunity or their parents might not be able to get them there but we were able to put them on a tour bus take them to the um the college campus and then also go play in a tournament and kind of built that camaraderie and that team that teamship and um the, the togetherness and being able to provide that for the kids free of charge. So that was really nice for us to do and another rewarding thing for us in the program. Absolutely. And then speak on the, the vision of the, the celebrity game. I know I, I, I said it for, for, for our listeners. I definitely dropped uh, two points, but I had about <laughs> four rebounds and about eight fouls. Yeah, man, it's uh, that's the collectively evolving a celebrity game. and. And we just try to keep adding pieces to, you know what I'm saying, different things we can do and uh, to help the community and bring the community together. But I think the celebrity game is a big piece. And I wish we could have did it this year but because of COVID. But um, it's just bringing out everybody in Indy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mike Epps said he was going to play in it this year, but we, could, we couldn't play. Um, but, like, just to get everybody in the building. And then we had a different um, we had a different spin to it as far yeah. as um, just to get more people out. So we, we – invited five um youth football teams coming out and then we was gonna donate the combined score to them. Um mm -hmm. just to get so then if you got five five youth football teams and their organizations then you got all the people and then that's that's why COVID like COVID wouldn't allow that, you know what I'm saying? Because it was gonna yeah. be packed, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's just the whole point, just coming out, just having fun. I'll be the ref, you know what I'm saying, and just <laughs> seeing everybody just having fun and just all the people in the community and just it it, it get competitive but it's like I think that's something that, like, we're just trying to find different routes of what nobody's doing and how we can yeah. bring everybody together. You know what I'm saying? Because when do you know that everybody in Indy, you know what I'm saying, it's all going to come together? And Indiana is basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're playing basketball at the highest level. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that's cool. And then speak on, man, just even the whole Indy we out here. Because it was like, this is something that you made, like, May pop like yeah. it was in every kid's on Twitter's bio yeah, <laughs> that sure. hashtag and it was so crazy the phrase was so huge that like the first sports video I did for the Mick mm -hmm. it was like it like Indy we out here was in the course yeah. and like I feel like that's always kind of been your vision like bringing everybody together and I yeah. feel like that's why it's so like 
successful because some people it's like oh man we either just straight west side we mm. straight east side exactly. or, or just straight this but it's just like you had it as indie we are here so what what even sparked the initial vision to be like all right it's all of us um what sparked it is if um when i was at michigan and i had a uh, coach harbaugh took us to italy coach harbaugh took us to paris uh room we, we was going all over the place so i'm like i'm really like out of the country like I literally just took an 18 hour flight 22 hours whatever it was to come out here so anytime the camera was around I would always look at the camera and say Indy we out here just know like for all y'all in Indy that like play at the cadet leagues or anywhere in Indy like you could be here too I'm out of the country playing football I, I played football in Italy on the on on Italy ground I had mm. football equipment on and I was we had a practice like we had one of our 15 spring practice and we had a spring game outside like the Coliseum like, on this little field that had like 50 marble statues around it was it was crazy but I'm like I'm really like playing football in another country you know what I'm saying so I was just I'm like I'll be wrong if I didn't like like motivate the next guy yeah. you know what I'm saying um G Herbo said this quote and I know that uh I'll be listening to G Herbo all the time yeah he said, "It's not, it's not who came before you; it's who the hottest after you." That's what he said. So, mm. instead of instead of trying to do this and do that, just just motivate the next person, the mm. the, the younger the younger uh, dude, this the younger Chris Evans, this this somewhere that is in Indiana with football. You got to go lift under a rock to go find these. You know what I'm saying? These yeah. big time players and and just these kids with opportunities. But I was just like, anybody in Indy, like let's just all support each other because. It's, just, it's some some hatred going around like east side west. it shouldn't be like that you yeah. know what i'm saying if you know what i'm saying indiana we got indianapolis indiana everything we just gotta like support each other and like i mean if it take more it take more energy to hate than to love you know what i'm saying so if we all loving and showing love you can't go wrong with that you know what i'm saying yeah. reposting retweeting whatever like it's it's just a click of a button you know what i'm saying so anytime i'm on i'm on the i, I got a business partner with it too so he he really be taking control of it but when i'll be on the social medias and stuff, and anybody tag Indy, we out here, retweet, retweet, share. It's, it's always getting out there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just to show the love, like, just, you know what I'm saying? So, I love that uh, togetherness, and I love that quote you're talking about. It's not who came before you, it's the who the hottest after you. So when I think about your influence, and you were at a time where Emil Echior mm-hmm. and Cameron McGrone, mm-hmm. both U.S. Army All-Americans mm-hmm. from that, yeah. that, committed to Michigan originally yeah. and I feel like your influence had everything to do with yeah. both of those decisions uh-huh. so I even think like what does that mean to see like okay a guy that you influence is in the draft and another guy just played in the national championship yeah, yeah it's, I mean it's it's crazy I mean I don't I mean just the whole indie and just I mean I had email on, on his visit and when he decommitted he decommitted like after some something happened, he was over my uh, at my apartment, and this other guy, this hot big time recruit, was over here like talking crazy to him and saying, "Do you know who I am?" Blah blah. And then you know, Emil, he 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 don't care. He don't care about none of that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I told one of my roommates, I was like, "Hey, he from India. Y'all better watch out." <laughs> I said, "I said that boy from India. Y'all better watch out. He ain't, he ain't playing with none of y'all here." <laughs> so he was like. He told dude like, "What, what you want to do?" And then dude was like, "Hey, nah, hey, man, we out of here." Him and his buddy, they left, <laughs> and, and I was like, "Hey, bro, you good, bro? He just, I don't know what he on." Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like two weeks later, he decommitted. But, uh, 
but yeah, it's 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 a blessing to see them. You know what I'm saying? I played basketball with Emil when I was little. Um, so it was it's a blessing to see them doing good and I'm and I'm happy for them. Super happy yeah. for them. Yeah. So I was like, I when I when I saw that, I'm like, man, you know what kind of influence you got with literally the state's two top prospects. Yeah. Don't play the same position. They not running back, they linebacker O line, they like we believe in what he's doing so much. We gonna be like, all right, we finna take our talents to yeah. <laughs> y'all was South Beach in a minute. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, y'all, hey, we yeah. finna take our talents to South Beach. So I, I love that. And then even speak on uh, man, your little brother is funny. It's mm. <laughs> a it's a funny yeah. dude. So speak on either just like what you want him to always remember, just the the good things you see in him. Mm. Yeah, just just pumping confidence, 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 and just. I mean, if you got confidence doing whatever, like you gotta have that boxer's confidence. Like, yeah. like some boxers, even if they don't know if they can do it, they gonna speak it and let them know, let themselves know that they can do it. But um, what I just try to do for him and, and what I do for all my other families, instead of like you know what I'm saying, trying to help them out, you know what I'm saying, because I'm in the NFL and I'm helping out financially, I try to help give, put them in a position to where yeah. they can help themselves. You know what I'm saying? So he um, he he follows Ben and you know what I'm saying. He he likes the the camera stuff. He's like, yeah. I want to do it, blah blah. blah. So I said, here, I'm just going to get you a camera. You know what I'm yeah, saying? And you just do dope. what you want to do with it. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So he's been asking Ben about, you know what I'm saying, stuff. And, you know what I mean, how to do this, how to do that. And, That's you know dope. What I mean? So I, I don't I don't really know where he's going with it. But, you know yeah. what I'm saying, if I could help him out and just follow his dream, he's just trying to just trying to learn different stuff. But just whatever he's doing, just have full confidence with it. Full confidence, full confidence that you're the, you the best no matter who, yeah. who's around, who you, who you line up against, even if you line against <clears throat> the best whoever, like, I, I, I'm yeah. betting on myself You know what I'm saying So yeah Sound so. like he gonna have a uh, Man a vlog series on you yeah. A little YouTube series <laughs> Little brother yeah. Little brother Big brother Evan series And then man Even speak on your Parents mm-hmm. And like Their support of you yeah. Cause your pops He, he gonna always Push to the moon yeah. And ain't nobody Gonna say nothing About this morning sure. <laughs> Yeah they, they Like my parents Was just um, It was crazy Like just growing up, my my mom, my mom don't don't know nothing about football, and she probably still don't know. She just know that I'm supposed to get the ball and run. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So she she was talking about uh, she was talking to my dad, and she was like, I don't know if I'm ready to see these grown men jump on my son. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and I'm like like I'm trying not to make them jump on me because I can't explain it to her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's the best way I can explain it to her. <laughs> but uh, she's like, these dudes are bigger. And they got kids at home, you know what I'm saying? So they don't care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So uh but yeah, my dad he was he 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 started coaching me when I was little and uh he pushed me to a, he pushed me to a point to where like he he made, uh put that dog in me. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a that's a key factor, especially like coaching these little kids just to see if they got that that dog, that it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just do they wanna keep working, do they wanna do this, do they wanna go the next step, you know what I'm saying? And and he when he found that, when he found that in me when I was little, he just kept Kept pushing it, kept pushing it, and kept pushing it. So um, I'm grateful for that. Grateful to have you know what I'm saying him in my corner, and uh, yeah, it's just they 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 supported me a lot. That's real. That's real. And uh, what's the what's the nickname he got? It's like a a Wookie or something. Yeah, like, that's yeah. your family nickname. Yeah, I I don't know where it came from. Actually, <laughs> but that's just uh, that's that's just they call it. All right, I feel it. I feel it. So um. What was that feeling like to finally hear your name called? Like, cause I know I feel like you. It's like you waiting, you waiting, you waiting. Yeah. That anticipation that I just build up. Yeah, I mean, I was, 
I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't say I get stressed out a lot at all. Like, cause I, I only, I feel like you get stressed out if you like make yourself stressed out. But yeah, that day was the most stressful I has ever been in my life. So I wake up, I got a haircut in the morning. The um, it was at like twelve, and the draft started at twelve. So I was just getting a cut, just thinking like I'm just, I got my, got my parents, we got my family members and stuff like that. I'm just chilling and. I'm texting my uh my agent back and forth because how the NFL do it is if they gonna pick you they not they gonna they not gonna say nothing to you like they not gonna like I haven't I, I talked to the Bengals at the Senior Bowl and then for ten minutes on the call I talked to other teams like five times 49ers six times like Eagles Jets I talked to everybody but I ain't talked to the Bengals at all because they like try to like all right, if we gonna get it we gonna we not gonna tell nobody because that's gonna get a hit off you know what I'm saying yeah. I mean, cause then my agent can be like, "Hey, yo, the Eagles, the Bengals said they gonna get them. Y'all got, y'all better get them now." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they just be quiet. So I'm sitting there, I'm looking at my phone, and I got ESPN on one phone. I got I'm texting my agent on the other phone, and I'm in there stressed out. So once the fifth round start, I'm like, "All right, it's about it's prime time." Like I'm, they said I'm fifth through fifth through seven, five through seven. So fifth round go. See, see a couple of my teammates get drafted, happy for them, you know what I'm saying? And I like, man, I I got to start playing the game. We had Jenga and stuff, so we started playing the game. Yeah. Just to leave my phone over there, turn the ringer up all the way loud, just playing Jenga. I played like 25 games of Jenga, like just like, just <laughs> trying to get my trying to get my mind off of it. So then I, uh, so the sixth round started, and I'm like, oh, no. Like, it's like I got to get drafted. Like, like that's my goal. I just want to get drafted because, like, What's that? You got that feeling you don't get drafted, and then you got all these people here, and you like, sorry, y'all, I ain't get drafted, blah, yeah. blah. Like, that was like my fear, biggest fear. So, I was like, I had to walk, I walked outside. My mom was out there, my auntie Miko was out there. I, I got on the phone with my agent, and my agent don't know what's going on, because, like, if somebody's gonna draft you, they ain't gonna say nothing. So, he was like, so what are you thinking, priority free agency? Because if you go undrafted, you get to pretty much pick what team you wanna go to. So, I was like, man, I ain't, I ain't going undrafted. Like, I'm about to, somebody about to call me. So, I was getting mad, blah blah. So I'm on the phone, and they, people in the house, look out the window. They think it's a team calling me. So I look at them. I'm like, damn, like they really think a team. <laughs> so, so I was like, I was like, all right, I got it. We gotta walk, mom. Let's let's walk. So we walk down the street. Uh, we walk probably 100 yards that way, and then we walk back. Um, my phone ring, uh, so I got a phone just for the NFL team, and I got a, another phone. And he called me on the other phone, so I'm like, "Hello." He like, "This is Zach Taylor." I'm like, "Who is that?" <laughs> I, I ain't say who is that, but I'm like, "Okay, how, how you doing?" <laughs> and then he was like, uh, "We're the Cincinnati Bengals, about to put this pick in. Uh, congratulations, we'll talk to you after." So I was like. All right, can you can you hold the pick? You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm not at my house yet. Like I'm about to be there, and he was like, "Oh, we already put it in." So I had some, I had some McQueen's on and some tight pants, and I started running full speed, <laughs> full speed. And my mom had a dress, a uh, dress on and some and some and some slides, and I, I'm running full speed. I'm talking about my arms all the way up, my knees up. I'm talking about everything. <laughs> And I'm turning around, I'm running like, come on, let's go, come on, come on. And she like, I'm coming, I'm coming. So she like holding the bottom of her, her dress, like trying to run. <laughs> and then I'm I'm talking about I was out of there. So I got in the house 
And I said, I said, cut the music off, cut the music off. <laughs> and then uh, I sat down on the, at the, uh, on the couch. My mom was coming in. She came in like 20 seconds after me. <laughs> hey, she was moving yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, so she uh, she sat down and then just to see my name and you know what I'm saying they they called my name and stuff. It was it was crazy. Like it didn't, it, it it still ain't hit me yet. But when they called my name, it was just like this is. Like I'm really like I really got dragged. That's that's my biggest goal of my whole life. Yeah. And I feel like just everything that I worked up until this point, just like, like I I don't I ain't never cry like in a long time. But that was the time I had to shed yeah. a tear. You know what I'm saying? Nah, that's real, yeah. man. That's a, a tear of joy that all the I think all the the work you put in mm-hmm. to you, I know you had to have a flashback to like man I was just driving yeah. delivery driving yeah. working three jobs exactly. less than two years ago and now it's like a team so. Man, take me to the first time at uh, at practice, like when it was like, man, you're in. Cause I feel like you could have the uh, uniform on, you could have a hat, you could have that. Mm-hmm. But like that first practice, like what's going through your mind? Uh, so we 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 got there for rookie mini camp, and I was like, so I'm going um, blah blah COVID test, all that stuff. So as soon as I got to put the helmet on, I was like, like this, we in the league for real. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they gave me all the gear, blah, 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 and then I got out on the field. And uh, I was just like, I was really shocked because I was like, I'm not saying like nobody's not good or nothing, but I'm like, this the NFL, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like I should I should have been here, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I should have been here already. So I'm like, I had to chill with my shoulder. So I'm like, all right, this is, you know what I'm saying? Let's go, like, let's, let's start speeding this up. So. As soon as I got my opportunity, like OTAs is really slow, just so like the rookies can understand yeah. and stuff. But I got to the point to where the first day I was like, I'm really in the league, like looking at the stadium and stuff. But then as days went on, I'm like, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm ready for the for this TV to come on. You know what I'm saying. And this, these stands to fill up so I can really show what I can do. You know what I'm saying. So that's hard, man. That's hard, man. So I don't even want to cast. Talk about anything in the future. I want to let those things play out because yes, I want to. Don't give nobody no clickbait material. <laughs> no, no, sure. no, no, no clickbait material. We, sure. We'll get that on part two <laughs> after the after the whole season. But man, we looking forward to supporting everything that you're doing. I, I know so many coaches. Um, even before we do the exit, all right. A lot, a lot of uh, football debates go on in the high school that you went to. So mm-hmm. my whole family's from the west side. Everybody was either uh, Washington or before they start busting was at Ben Davis. Mm-hmm. So, who is Chris Evans' top five Ben Davis football players? Top five Ben Davis football players, um, like of all, like all, all time. time. Your top five. All time. Uh, like, I got to have an order, too. I mean, it, you don't have to have an order, but I, I think it would make it interesting to spice things up. Uh, I think I, it'd be a little biased because I seen, actually got to see some of them play, and I didn't get to see most of them play. But uh, I would say James Banks was number one, just based yeah. off I seen his tape. And then, um, uh, what's his name? They called him Batman. Yeah, Stephen Holmes. Yeah, Steve Holmes. Yeah, he's number two because I I got to I got to talk to him a little bit, and then the three the last the bottom three is gonna be the who I actually got to witness him. Antonio Allen number three. 
Yeah. Because when I was in eighth grade, he knocked somebody's helmet off to the track. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. And he was he was knocking people's helmets off in practice. Like Dang. And I remember I got in trouble because I was I seen him coming in the scrimmage and I slid on the ground because I was a quarterback because I didn't want to get it. <laughs> so I was like the coach yelled at me. I'm like, hey coach, I don't, you can yell at me if you want. You ain't mad. I'm trying to play tomorrow. <laughs> you know what I'm You're not about to get me hit. Uh, yeah, but he's number three, and then number four is a uh, Phil Dudley. I got to yeah. watch him. He was he was he was a real good athlete and just how he made plays. And then number five. I got to go with myself. Hey, I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. That's a top, man. That's a solid top five. Some people will be feel they a certain way, but hey, it's coming from a legend, so they got to they got to they got to take it. They got to take it however they must. So like we said, we are looking forward to supporting all the things and what you do continually moving forward. I know there's going to be so many people with Bengals jerseys now. Like you and even it's it's so crazy the I think the talent Offensively, that you're surrounded by. Mm-hmm. We talk about Burrow and Chase. Like yeah. you got to figure, two years ago they was exactly. <laughs> lighting the nation up, mm-hmm. and then as soon as I see Chase get drafted, I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I know what they finna do. Yeah. But in their times, they not clicking. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. yes, sir. So that's that's gonna be extremely exciting to just see. Like I don't know, and even the uh, have you got to experience anything with like Cincinnati culture yet? So I know mm-hmm. it's tough with like COVID, but usually they had a jazz festival out there. Any any restaurants you got to have yet? Uh, I went to this place called uh, Jack Jack Ruby's or something. It's like a five star steak restaurant. Okay, got to eat in there, and uh, uh, this place called Papados. Okay, that's the first yeah. time I ate there. It was that was it was really good, and uh, I think that's about it. There's some other places, but I don't really remember them. But those two places, yeah, really, really step up. I know you got to eat healthy, but man, uh, Freshie's Big Boy. That's my. That's I actually my seen that. I actually seen that place, bro. Yeah, come on. I'm a, a fab dude. They're not gonna tell you no <laughs> lies about no food. They used to have one on Post Road. They took it like years ago, crushed my childhood. But they got them in Cincinnati. They got that Lee's Chicken and um, Skyline Chili is decent too. Oh, but yeah. yeah. And then that. the crazy thing, man, uh, Cincinnati got some good high school football. Yeah. So. Um, you gonna see squads like Xavier, Moeller, yeah. Elder, like they private schools out there is like yeah. the they private schools out there is kinda like how the Mickey is here. Yeah. They the big dogs. So man, looking forward to seeing everything you do. Who's like a uh I'm trying to think, uh is it anybody that you met like, oh man, I didn't I didn't met him. And I guess that could be just on your football journey, mm-hmm. but just any player that you met or that you want to meet. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I'm out of my game at the Alpha Kamara, so I want to meet him. But uh, one crazy thing is uh, Joe Burrow. When I met him, I'm just in practice. He walk up to me and say, "What up, Chris? Nice to meet you. My name is Joe." And I'm like. Duh, your name is Joe. I said, Duh, your name is Joe. Like, you the number one pick. You won the Heisman. I ain't say all that, but, you know, I'm yeah, cool. Yeah, you think you know of that, yeah. Yeah, but he, he introduced himself, and I'm like, that's that's real cool because, like, you got the quarterback, number one pick, Heisman. Like, he, he like, just going about it humbly, you know what I'm saying, and just he not like, you should know me. It's like I'm going to just – because I can help him, you know what I'm saying, help him out a lot, and I can help the team. So, you know what I'm saying, I think that was a reason why he, he went he went to go, even the undrafted guys, he was just introducing themselves. Yeah. 
and that he still had to practice and, you know what I'm saying, throw the ball and all that stuff. So, yeah. That's what's up, man. That's, that's a, a super good feeling. I can't wait till you uh, make some crazy plays to the point where uh, Ocho Cinco going to be like, oh, yes, yeah, give, give him a reason to uh, yeah. write the Bengals again. Yeah. So, man, looking forward to supporting all that you all do from C-Stars to the Bengals, like you, you made you didn't convert a half a nap to like Bengals fans. Yes, so it's, it's gonna be people gonna have like split jerseys if they ever play. So <laughs> looking forward to seeing everything you do. And then I guess the last thing, like when it's all said and done, what do you desire your legacy to be? Um, like I want my legacy to be not like what I did on the field. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What I what I gave back to the community and, and you know what I'm saying and just. How I help mold the next the next guy coming out because you know I'm saying you only you only gonna be um, playing football for you know what I'm saying a little bit you know what I'm saying so what are you doing to to motivate the next person what are you doing to to give back because like when I was young I don't, I don't remember vividly like you know what I'm saying people coming giving back to the city or having a camp or anything so I want to be known as like not that guy who did it on the field but he he did it you know what I'm saying for the community yeah you know what I'm saying so yeah. And you've done that and beyond. So I'm like, man, this man got a seven on seven. He in college. That's yeah. crazy. You know, got an impact and legacy that's starting as you. It's like as you grow, the city's growing with you. Yeah. So it's like it's a beautiful thing to see, man. We salute everything you do. Keep moving forward. Yeah. Interview was so good. We had to come back with a little mo. So uh, what we actually here to talk about. The camp, so Friday, June 25th, and, like, what can the kids expect? Um, the kids can expect it's going to be under the lights of Ben Davis, and uh, it's the Chris Evans running back versus linebacker showcase and youth camp. And uh, we have a coach's clinic tied with it, too, as well. But um, we'll have NFL players out there, college guys, just out there helping. And then, you know what I'm saying, kids get a T-shirt, get the opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, get some good work, run around, and have a good time. And... And it's 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 great. All the um all the kids in Ben Davis and all around the city, you know what I'm saying, is invited and um it's just ready to go. You know what I'm saying? You wanna get some more information? Well, it is uh Friday the twenty fifth and you wanna register online at collectivelyevolving.com. And then is it just running backs and linebackers? No, nah, I mean the high school portion is running backs and linebackers. Okay. But I mean if you play receiver and you wanna sign up, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, but it's just just trying to show the just trying to give the the opportunity for those guys who who get lost at camps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's really DBs and receivers that be getting the shine, but you just ain't giving the shine to the linebackers and, and running backs and stuff. Yeah. I was just I was just making making sure because I'm a, me and my chunky old lineman mm-hmm. and something like me. Yes, I, they they they, they want to be Chris too. Yeah. So, yeah. so it is invited to all positions. Yeah, and then um that's Friday June 25th and the the times for it are um. I think one was at uh, three. Uh, it's nine. It was, uh, five. Five. five to seven, and then the high school, seven to nine. Okay. Yeah. All right, so, yeah, it's going to be under. So, the lights is going to be on. Yeah, for sure. Ah, that's going to be dope. Yeah, and before we end, I wanted to let you know, just like, you know what I'm saying, all the stuff that you do in Indy, you know what I'm saying, it's just, it's huge, you know what I'm saying. You know, I don't think you under, well, it'd it be impacting me, like, the Long's Bakery song and yeah. all that. <laughs> hey, when, I was at, when I was at Michigan, every time my mom came up, they were bringing king ribs and long yeah. bacon, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I needed that. So I, I literally be in the um I literally be in my room like I had a I had a twelve box every time they yeah. come up. And boys would come to my room and I'm like, bro, listen, 
you eat this like <laughs> once you eat this like you know what I mean it's been a, it's been in the uh it's been in my room for like a week and it's still good oh, you know what I'm saying like, I gave him some milk with it too and I put it in the uh, microwave oh, like, it, it got it got so good to where like every time like my people like they ask me like when your people coming up just so they can know the, you know what I'm saying and they got it got so good to people was like they started getting we had a little mini place in our dorm yeah they would eat it with a fork when it gets soft you know what I'm saying? They put, it, they put it in the microwave and just start, you know what I'm saying? Start breaking up. And then we made that song. I sent it to all of them. They was like, yeah, them mugs be, them mugs be going crazy. So, yeah, I just wanted to let you know, you know what I'm saying? You you just empower everybody, not only in indie, but just from indie, you know what I'm saying? And you're doing a good job, man. Appreciate you. Hey, all love. So, man, since you said that, how many kids are we expecting at the camp? Um, we hope to get about 200 kids. Free donuts on me. Oh, let's <laughs> get it. Let's get it, Indy. I'm bringing the yeast. I'm bringing the yeast <laughs> for the you, kids. Man. We go. We go get a clip of you by then. We'll do like a. We just released the remix, but I think we put a, a choir on it. So like, That's I all. think what I'm gonna do is like just keep recording clips with that choir in it. Mm-hmm. So you in the remix, remix. You in the right, double cool. mix. We gonna have. We gonna have it for you. And no, it's crazy because. Um, Sheldon Day is having a camp, and they like, all right, can you bring the donuts? And I'm like, all right, let's get, <laughs> let's get it. And my teammates, one's from uh, the Patriots and one's from the Washington football team, Yeah, they flying in, and those two actually ate the donuts. So For they, real? Uh, they, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. introducing oh, so, yeah. yeah. them. Oh, yeah. They're going to be I'm going to tell them as soon as I leave here, they're going to have the donuts there. You're going to say, say less. All right, bet. So we're going to have 200-plus donuts. I, now it's gonna be more people. <laughs> they go all oh, free donuts. Like they, they just drive yeah. along. All right. So bet Friday, June twenty fifth. It's the camp. We gonna have a, a clip in Long's Bakery double in the mega mix. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna be dope. Yeah, I'm, at least two hundred. So I, I don't know how many dozen that is. Ben, you better at math than me. How many dozen is that? How many dozen is that? Like communication. <laughs> So one, I'm gonna actually let um, since Ben is a fellow Ben Davis uh, grad, former Indiana All Star, I'm actually hop on the camera. I'm gonna let you ask one question for Chris, bro, because I know you, I know you gotta you gotta have some question because you do the interviews with me too. So I know I'm gonna hop behind the camera and let my man's Ben ask a question. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, one question. I will have for you is growing up with you and knowing that all the things you've been through mm-hmm. how have you been able to stay so humble in a way um i got when going up through ben davis um the the guys i got to look up to like asmar and kyle like i just watch those guys and like every, every person that i'm around i try to pick one thing from you know what i'm saying and those guys was never on twitter saying this, saying that, they was never doing this. So I'm like, all right, I guess that's just how it's supposed to be. And then um once I started once I started going and then like I had coaches like Coach Kirshner and Coach V Bush like start to like get in my ear about little stuff. Like I wanted to pick my I wanted to have all the hats out, like all the all the high school kids get to do at other schools. But he's like, nah, we're not gonna do that because that's bringing the attention on you. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then my junior year, every time I scored, I, like, linked in. Mm-hmm. Like, it was Track Nation and stuff like that. He was like, hey, man, you got to stop doing that. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know what I'm saying? It's bringing attention on you, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, man, like, you know what I'm saying? What 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 was going on? Like, you know what I'm saying? So I was just, once I got to that point, I just knew that 
everything that I'm doing, I ain't do it by myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be here if my if my pops didn't motivate me. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be here if Ben Davis O-line didn't block. You know what I'm saying? Or Michigan O-line didn't block. Or, you know what I'm saying? Different things like that. Or this person gave me the opportunity. Or my track coach in middle school picking me up every day to, you know what I'm saying, to go work out. You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So, I just know. And even, even the man upstairs, you know what I'm saying? So, anything that you do, it's like you didn't do it on your own. And if you say you do it on your own, like I always say, like the football guys work in different ways. I mean, the guys in any way work work different ways. But like, if you don't give glory to the man upstairs and everybody else who helped you get here, like when I'm on phone calls with them every time, it's just it's just natural for me. At the end, I just say appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all, and just that's just pretty much me saying bye. But at the same time, it's me saying appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because it would be nothing. You know what I'm saying? Without the people who who helped build it. So anything that you do, if you don't if you don't Make sure the people that helped you got there, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's going to all fall in line. Then it's going to make you not look humble. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So even if you even if you got it, like, like if somebody interviewing you like uh, uh, Chris Evans, uh, you had uh, four touchdowns tonight, how'd you do it? You know what I'm saying? How'd you feel? And you say, I did it, I did mm-hmm. it, I did it. That's mm-hmm. why I don't like the word I. Like anybody use I and what they do and they accomplish something. But you just got to reward the, the people who helped you. You know what I'm saying? Giving thanks back. Yeah. So, like, the reason why I asked that is because, um, just give a little history. When you used to, when we used to be in practice and everything, you know, Chris Evans, Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. So, Chris used to come out, I wouldn't even say, like, drippy. Like, Chris would just come out just ready to play every every day at practice. And, like, kind of rubbed off on me because we looked at Chris Evans as the guy. And for mm-hmm. him to just to come out here with baggy play, baggy shorts, baggy whatever, just ready to play, but you know he's gonna do what he's gonna do. That gave me the opportunity to give the the humbleness off to me, exactly. so it rubbed off on me. So um, you talked about the the um, the Ohio State uh, offer. Um, I don't think you remember this, but you gave me some a pair of Ohio State gloves, yeah. and that kind of stuck with me because. I used to always wear them. I used to be like, man, this gives me powers, giving me powers. <laughs> and then, like, yeah. honestly, um, I think I still got them. But that kind of stuck with me just because it, you gave me the feeling of a little brother. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you looked out, like you literally went to the Ohio State camp, wore them gloves, and you gave them to me. Mm-hmm. So that kind of stuck with me. But for anybody that is my age or was under you, what could you tell them about – overcoming adversity like everything that you did and to get to where you are now um man like i said it introduces you to yourself you know what i'm saying to see if you really want it like you know what i'm saying it's just just do you really want this you know what i'm saying and and rolling all rolling everything out and all the ups and all the downs like you can you can have a lot of ups but as soon as you go down like how you going to respond from it you know what i'm saying and then um, just like what you mentioned with the with the the baggy shorts and stuff, I ca- when I came out to practice in high school, I just I wanted to prove a point to where it ain't matter what you had on, mm-hmm. all you gotta do is make the plays. So I think my uh, grandma got me some N one socks for Christmas, and I was like, I'm gonna kill them with these at practice. Like I'm not I'm not gonna wear them. I'm just gonna wear them to prove a point that I'm gonna wear these N one socks. And people gonna laugh at me, but when we line up, you know what I'm saying, it's it's over with, you know what I'm saying, said and done. So and then like just giving the gloves, you know what I'm saying, different things like that. Like that was me motivating the next person, you know what I'm saying? Cause I coulda I mean, what I'm gonna do with these gloves. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm hold them just whatever. Like when I come home, my little brother just go through my bag right. and take everything. You know right. what I'm saying? So 
whatever it is to motivate the next person. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, like giving you powers like that. That probably made you all right. I'm gonna stay at the practice. You know what I'm right. saying? Get, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do this. You know what I'm saying? Just so that you can. You know what I mean? And and I felt I, I was a part of that. You know what I'm saying? When you you go in the extra mile, like and nobody really know. You know what I'm saying? Because unless you say it, you know what I'm saying. So that adversity that you hit, or you went through something, you know what I'm saying, during that time, and you know what I'm saying, that maybe giving me, give you, giving me giving you them gloves that day made your day better or something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So um, you don't know what other people going through, you know what I'm saying? The, the the people who, you know what I'm saying, got the worst stories, you know what I'm saying, got the biggest smiles, you know what I'm saying? So you just got to be mindful of that, and you know what I'm saying, when, you, when adversity hits, it introduces you to yourself, and it's either you're going you gonna fold or you gonna keep going. Facts, and I appreciate you for everything that you have done for the city as well, bro. Just look back at from my standpoint, everything that you have done. We mm-hmm. appreciate Tev, but we also appreciate you mm-hmm. for everything that you had done with Indiana. Any we out here from C Stars to shoot motivating me. So yes, I appreciate sir. you, bro, for yes, sure. Sir. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. From the All-Indiana Podcast Network, it's the Tevin Studdard Show Podcast. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast now at allindianapodcast.com. And wherever you get your podcasts.